Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Kimbo on the Rooch with you on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Pretty good day outside. Currently 21.5 degrees. We love the support we get from Hyundai and the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. So is Valentine's Day. So we'd better welcome SEN's very own heartthrob, a Ah. true life Romeo, the Rooch. The SEN mailbag was chock-a-block with letters for you from a herd of goats. (laughs) 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 Someone pass me. Please, someone pass me the oxygen mask. (laughs) From the humour. Well, I've been overwhelmed by the scent of all those roses that are just piling up around your desk. Yeah, I'm on a roll at the moment. What a Casanova you are. <laughs> no, that's not true, Rooch. No prizes for second. I got you there. Uh, I have received a couple of calls today, which have was you? nice. Yeah. Really? There is hope still. Have you sent out any cards, any roses, any gift packs? I'm not going into personal details, Rooch. Really? I, I'm still in mourning after the last relationship. <laughs> it's been six months. Would, would, you, would you be a Hollywood epic or a grand miniseries for HBO or Netflix or something like that? What's Which, HBO? HBO, home box office in the US. Oh, not, Netflix. Not, not, not across all that, Rooch. Uh, no, I'm not sure, Rooch. Mm, okay. I, I don't think it'd be a big seller either way. Be a long story, though. <laughs> Might shock a few people. Uh, good show coming up, Root, if we can digress and head oh, in a better Valentine's direction. <laughs> yeah. a uh, look, yeah, let's hope there is a lot of love out yeah. there. And uh, I saw there was a proposal. I was watching the Today Show this morning and a gentleman proposed to uh, his wife. She said yes, or wife-to-be. <laughs> He's already asked his wife. What's he asking? Well, no, well, he asked what, his what, girlfriend. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he'd marry her, yeah. like, you know. They do all that stuff, Rooch. Have the it Sydney is embarrassing Harbour. if it goes the other way, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to be confident and sure. It's mm. not easy to be sure nowadays, Rooch. No. All right, good show coming up at 3.40, Roochy Rooch Rooch. Yes. We'll be joined by Ashton Moyer. Who? Well, now, the one question I forgot to ask him last year when we learned he was very good on his left side and very good on his right side and became a first-round draftee to Carlton. Pick 29. Does he write with his left or write with his right? Hand? Yeah. Oh, you've had 11 weeks to think about that, have you? <laughs> Ask him that big question. 
Because uh, oh, he's yeah. so good on either side. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got a big maybe number. He's, maybe, he's, maybe he's ambidextrous. Maybe. We'll ask him. Yeah, that's good. You're still with us, everyone out there? <laughs> Send us a text. Hey, just on that, apologies yeah. for yesterday. What did you uh, do we put yesterday? Our, no, we put our I hand up. I kept apologising all day yesterday. We, we put our hand up when we have problems, yep. and we've had a few as a, as a, a youngish station. Uh, but, uh, yeah, when we were off air yesterday mm. uh, because of the power outages in Victoria, along with half a million Victorians. Mm, so apologies there. Um, everything is on our podcast. Uh, the show went ahead. So we appreciate all the texts. We tried to mention a lot of them. Very uh, good show too. Yeah, it was a good show. So you can hear it on the podcast, if we can humbly say that, Rooch. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to our four o'clock chat. William Alexander Snelling. Good story. Started with the Goody Saints, went to West Adelaide, had three years at Port Adelaide for one game, picked up in a mid-season draft, went to Essendon, ended up racking up 64, 65 games. So he's 26. You think you're about to have... The best come before you at 26, don't you? What Played you 15 say, games last year and he, he got delisted. Hmm. I thought yeah. he was a little unlucky. That is harsh. And he has gone to the Sturt Football Club, not back to West Adelaide. We've spoken to Will on a number of occasions yeah. over the last few years. He's a ripper. And as I mentioned, because we went off air last year, or last night, it's still on the podcast, but we had Jason Horn Francis on. It was a really, really enjoyable chat. Very much so. He is a really decent young man. Yep. So we're going to play that back at 4.35 if you'd like to have a, a listen. Uh, he was an absolute ripper. Mm. All right, we've done all that. A few texts coming through now. Uh, afternoon, boys. I can't understand how Todd Marshall was given a five-year deal. Surely three is enough, seeing he hasn't really done yeah, much. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this, Kim. No name the the year of three-year deals has gone through the window, hasn't it? It's now you either get a 10-year deal, a 7-year deal, or a 5-year deal, and if you're getting 1-year deals, well, you know where you fit on. <laughs> you're in the fertiliser. But, but there is – it's more long-term deals than ever before. Long there? deals, and then the club's got security and they've got someone to sell if they want to or exactly. offload. And what changed this that? This is like with Georgiatis as well. What changed that? Free agency. Hmm. So that's uh, that's the main reason. So I wouldn't worry too much about the five years. I know it's bitten a few clubs on the backside, and I know mm. it did with Matthew Loby. Had one good year. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's an yep. example. Sorry, Matthew. Around. Hey, let's jump around. into around the ground, say, Roots. Yes. And at the top of the list is uh, Toddy Marshall. Five-year deal. Yes. So he extends his contract until the end of 2029. So he already had a deal to the end of this season. Yep. Adds on another five. And we can see what he's going to be in terms of a foundation block of that Port Adelaide attack that's going to emerge with George Ardis, Lord, Finlayson will be. He there can't for be the main man. He's going to be a very good. He's a good footballer now, very and he will continue to be yeah. a good footballer. Mm. But they need a bigger target up there to help Don't him out. Don't worry about Ollie Lord; he'll be fine. Oh no, I had some good signs. Yeah. Uh, here's Toddy talking about re-signing, uh, and that being a no-brainer. Yeah, it was sort of a no-brainer, really. It's sort of just. Um, you know, happened naturally and yeah, I never really wanted to leave. So um, yeah, the club and my management group sort of had to work out the, the details of it. But um, yeah, there was never any thought in my mind of, of leaving this club and um, yeah, super happy to, to stay here for the rest of my career. And this is his views on avoiding free agency? Yeah, the scene over the last couple of years, sort of players um, and their names getting thrown around throughout the year and um, I guess their performance getting judged a bit more harshly and stuff like that regarding free agency is um, something that I didn't really want to be a part of and I let my management group and the club know that and, and yeah, we were able to get a deal done, which is, um, yeah, very safe for me. What? 
if you understand the type of man he is, and you know him better than me, Roach, you know that he is a very loyal person, and he spoke about the support the club had given him through some very tough very times. Very tough. That was everything. Um, I think once it happened, when it was all very raw, I sort of didn't really know if I was going to come back and, and play footy. It was sort of, um, you know, up in the air. But the club, you know, Kenny, obviously, uh, Chad Corns, I've got a really close relationship with. Um, you know, the whole club just got behind me and especially the players, you know, I, I sort of feel really integrated within this group and, um, you know, sort of moving into a leadership position now, it's sort of putting a bit more responsibility on me and, um, yeah, I'm probably a bit more empathetic than, than other leaders just with what's happened in my life, but, um, yeah, it's something I'm really proud of that, you know, I can be the person that they can come to for help if they need. He should be proud too. Yeah. All that he's endured with the loss of both his parents. Uh, six months, wasn't it, Ken? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine in our shoes what he went through. No one, no one can understand that. No. He knows exactly what he went through, but the way in which he was supported by his football club, his coach and his people at Port Adelaide is a model for not just sporting clubs, but society in mm. total. So It's a, a lot to contend story. with, isn't yeah. it? Nice. Uh, uh, living you your life in the public eye, yeah. it's, it's hard enough later in life yep. to lose both of your parents <sighs> as opposed to losing them at the age that mm. uh, he was. Hey, Rich, we'll come back with more around the grounds. We need to jump into a break. There is some breaking news. The Bulldogs have named their leadership group. Yes, young man's back in there, isn't he? He's been named vice-captain. Mm. He had a fantastic year last year. He's a very good player. He's, he's he, an absolute he would be, he would be a horror by your side if you <laughs> wouldn't he? Imagine, how would you go playing against him? I would him? have hated it. Absolutely. No, he he's very is annoying. So Marcus Bonampelli, uh, oh, of course, yeah, is the, course. Uh, is the what captain. Is it, how long? Because he was in the leadership group before Tom, wasn't he? Then had to go out because he's had a few little hiccups along well, the way. Well, look, he did a bit of a Barnaby Joyce and was found asleep somewhere where he shouldn't have been. <laughs> mm. All righty, we need to jump into a break. We when all we come make back. mistakes, Yes, Kim. we do, we do. I've slept in bushes before. And uh, we'll tell you about that Too maybe. Much information. Really? <laughs> <laughs> when I said that, which I didn't yeah, I, say, yeah. I've actually done it three times yeah, to talk right, to you. Okay. <laughs> and I can remember them all quite vividly. When we come back, we're going to talk about a young tiger who's had a lucky break. Mm, and uh, the Aussies lost last night in the last of the T20 games. Uh, we'll look at that as well. And of course, we're live and interactive. Get on the Mourn Team Hyundai text line. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. This is Kimbo and Romeo. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. Seventeen on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. 21.4 degrees outside. If you'd like to send a text, jump on the text line. Thanks to Mourn Team Hyundai. 0427-154-166. Couple of funny ones coming through, Rooch. Don't believe it. You're on air second time in three days. Yes, boom, boom. It says it with a smiley emoji. Mm. We apologise for yesterday. That was due to the outages in Victoria. But uh, I realise it has been frustrating for everyone over the journey, but it's certainly a lot better the last couple of years. Uh, what do we got here? Roses are red. Oh, here we go. Roses are red, violets are blue. Rucci, as hard as I try, I can't love you. Ethel from Ethelton. Oh, Ethel. Hey, Ethel. Uh, yeah. would be 95 this year. 
Ah, oh, she's Only looking good one. though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you have an illness, honestly. Oh, oh gee, that's a long text. Uh, from Blake. I'll get to Blakey's in a moment. Let's continue with Around the Grounds Reach. Some good news for a young Absolutely. tiger. Absolutely. Now, you remember Josh Gibson? Gib- Kiss. Sorry, teeth are getting in the way there. I'll take him out. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> Last played in that 2022 elimination final against Brisbane mm. at the Gabba, famous mm. for the score mm. review that... Yes. Yeah, right. They got ripped off. So then he's got a hamstring tendon issue, which has troubled him all through the year to point about what do you do to get some expert advice. One stage was going to be... He went to Qatar in the end during the summer. Mm. Sorted out and has been going pretty well since late November, December, and he's in line to start the season. So that's great that's good news. news. For him. And yeah. just quickly, Roach, uh, the Aussies won the T20 comp 2 1, but uh, yes. lost last night. So West Indies were better than a lot of people thought they'd be. So they put up 220 for six in their 20 overs, win by 37 runs because Australia made 183 with a loss of five wickets. And Dave Warner, 81 off 49 deliveries. Yeah, so the last time we'll see him in Australian colours, I think, on Australian soil. Let's hear from Adam I don't Gilchrist. Take anything for granted there. No, well, let's hear from Adam Gilchrist and the man himself. No, no, I'm well and truly done. Um, it's time for the youngsters to come through and uh, showcase their talent. And we've got extreme talent here. And you've got a lot of the guys here from Perth that are in this team at the moment. And uh, we got, uh, we're, in, we're in good stead for the future. So that we can confirm that is the last time we'll see David Warner in Australian colours on Australian soil. That's indeed, yes. Mm, we'll see. Uh, what did you think of the lineup in the end? Because we had a lot of fair bit of talk yesterday as to who they would go with. Yeah, uh, Berserk, he, he was the 12th man. Mm. That's fair enough. Just mm. get him in the scene. Okay. I'd like to see him playing for Australia. Yeah, I would too. Reminds me of a young David Hawkes. Yeah, there's some memories there, aren't there? Yeah, some absolute beauties. Mm. Hey, Rooch, we may go into an ad break on time again. This Miracle. is not the new us. A miracle. So, yeah, it's not the new us. But uh, I want to play, I'm just finding this a little bit weird, some of the commentary around the Adelaide Football Club coming from the interstate at the moment. Uh, Gary Lyons had a bit to say about Matthew Nix. And I see after you brought up his contract talks yesterday mm. that he was on Channel 7 talking about it from Melbourne. Mm. Um, but he's not concerned, Nixie. Uh, it shouldn't be, but it should be done, done before the season, surely. Well, Gary Lyon has a bit to say about that. And then the pipe, Dwayne Russell. Dwayne Russell, yeah. Uh, he thinks the Crows have issues this year. So we'll explore that on the other side of the break. This is Kimbo and the Roach. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. We are live from Studio Loom OSA here at number one King William Street in the city. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. A big thank you to Hyundai as well. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Uh, Coming up a little later in the show, Roach, we'll be crossing to Melbourne to have a chat to Ashton Moyer. Pick 29. Nice pick on the first night, wasn't it? Yeah. Carlton, and he's been given Kudafidi's number. Number Kudafidi's number 43. 43. It'd be heavy to carry. No pressure at all. No. Hey, Roach, just quickly, you touched on yesterday Matthew Nix. You were surprised that he hasn't been re-signed yet. I think Mm. they should get it out of the way. I agree. Um, Gary Lyon had these views on Matthew Nix this morning on his brekkie show. I don't think there's a rush, Tim. I don't think there's anyone out there that's about to sign Matthew Nix to uh, coach their team other than Adelaide. So, yeah, I don't think there's a rush. They don't need to get him in the Knicks of time? <laughs> they'll, oh. they'll get him just in the Knicks of time. Can I hit my head against the window again? Because I need it to just numb the pain of that remark. That is, again, 
and I, I value Gary Lyon. Mm. But if, if he cannot see what Matthew Nix has done, as Scott Burns told us last year, this wasn't a rebuild, this was a demolition. Mm. This is a man who has changed all the images, whether they were right or wrong, yep. about the Adelaide Football Club, you know, players disappearing, all that stuff. This is a man who's rebuilt everything from the demolition zone. He's done all the hard work. Everything we hear is everyone is impressed with what the whole plan is mm. that he's got. Why don't you let him go into the season with a total commitment? He's not only got this year, but two more after that. Yeah. Get it out uh, of the way. Uh, Acknowledge uh, the hard work and reward it. I agree with you. I suppose what he's saying is he's not going to be going anywhere else. Why not wait till round seven in case for some reason they were zero and five? No, because then it becomes a distraction because you, I and everyone else start going on about the small picture rather than the big picture. He has set up something that is going to take step by step. And there'll be Look, little, little trip-ups along the way. It's, won't going, it? it's going to happen. It so has it's, to it's happen. not really a concern. But Dwayne Russell had a different view on the Crows as well. I think Adelaide's got a couple of issues as well. There's been a lot of talk about Adelaide making the eight. But Texas a year older. He kicked the majority of their goals last year. I think their midfield is, well, Sloan's finished. And, you know, how good are some of their midfielders when you look at, you know, Shellmakers and co. And Matthew Nix is out of contract. That's got to be an issue for the Adelaide Crows as long as he remains out of contract. At the moment, he looks like heading into the season out of contract. Well, I think that sounds like people that are living in Victoria. And I love Dwayne, eh? but, um, but Kim, he, talk, I he give talks you... about Adelaide's midfield. Well, yeah. uh, Dawson's uh, in the elite very category. Uh, very, Laird's very in the elite category. And yep. uh, Crouch, on his, based on his last six games mm. last year, he's not going to be a problem. They're going to have Rochelle going through yep. there as well. And they're also going to have Rankin going through there. And uh, Harry Schonberg, hopefully, if he's over that Achilles, should be okay as well. Yep. So I don't see enormous problems there. We can go through all the 18 teams, Kim, and they've all got issues. Mm. That's why it's such a great, challenging competition. Some have more issues than others, more pressing than others. I mean, you wouldn't want the issues West Coast to have compared to what Collingwood has. Mm. But you cannot say there is one team that is perfect or perfectly placed for the premiership. That's why it is the great marathon that it is. Yeah, Adelaide's I, I th- not alone for things a, to answer this I, year. Yeah, I thought that was a long bow from Dwayne. And he didn't I, mention defence, which is what really you yeah. want to know about. <laughs> but, you know, when he's talking about players like uh, Rory Sloan, I don't think anyone's expecting or hanging their season or the future on Rory Sloan. Nobody will contribute. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, talking about Taylor Walker, a year older, I made that trap, fell for that one last year with Sidebottom and Pendlebury. Had beautiful seasons. All righty, uh, we're going to go into the 3.30 news. After that, Ashton Moyer will join us at around 3.40, but you can have your say. Jump on the text line. Thanks to Morn Team Hyundai, 0427 Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Three thirty-four on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, the text line, thanks to Morn Team Hyundai zero four two seven one five four one double six. A lot of texts coming through, Rooch. Now I mentioned I had. Had a little nap in some bushes before. Yes, you did. Yeah, a lot of very uh, cheeky and witty texts coming through that I will not read out. And uh, I can tell you one, though, Roach. Mm. You know, it's nothing to be proud of. But we used to go on a golf trip all the time. Rodney Robberin, Darren Cale, Chris Dittmar, whole stack of us. And um, it was in the wee hours of the morning. We're in Noosa. 
and um, we're waiting for a taxi and I decided to play hide and seek in these bushes out the back of the Sheraton Hotel. And Darren Cale, the nicest human in the world, he's racing around saying to the boys, I'm not leaving until we find where Kim is. I don't know where he's gone. And I was hiding in these bushes, giggling away, thinking, oh, isn't he a good bloke? And then I nodded off. And then the next thing I remember is... In the morning, all the sprinklers had come on, Rooch. Got soaked. Barnaby Joyce is not alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kiddies, don't do that, all right? Be responsible. It was funny at the time. Um, Mm. Rooch, some breaking news from the AFLW. As we expected, we're going to have a repeat of this year with the AFLW season. So we'll begin at the end of August when we have the men's buy round. Okay, so they get... Free air from there and off they go. Mm -hmm. When are they going to return to training? Will they finally get a date? Monday, June 3 is when they all return for pre-season training. And then we should get a fixture eventually around to begin for the final week of August. So there you are. We'll see how many games they give them this year. All right. That's the interesting bit. How many games will they give them? Well, get it up to 15, surely. Mm. See how they progress that one. A lot of text coming through in regards to what we spoke about with the Adelaide Football Club and uh, Dwayne's comments and Gary Lyon's comments. This one just says, come on, Dwayne. And, uh, oh, oh, I've just hit the wrong button, Rooch. Uh, another one says, fun fact for the Dwayne's of the world, everyone is a year older this year. That's from Will. <laughs> Right. Yes, it's but for of, some players, a year can mean much more than others. Uh, can't it, Kim? Uh, yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, hi, Kim. Have you picked your final eight for 2024? Not yet. That's from Hilly. Uh, Gary, I will be doing that. Uh, we're talking about the Adelaide midfield. Another text saying Hinge and Peddler to run through the midfield as well. I don't know if Hingey will, unless I've missed something on holidays. Uh, Peddler definitely will. Uh, this one says, I'm just reading it, Rooch, a line is a flog on so many levels. Well, that's a bit unfair. Well, I just read it. A bit unfair. Uh, I don't mind I don't mind <laughs> people assessing where yep. clubs are at. And, and we know it's like Ross Lyon always tells us, sort of an opinionated little industry, this one. Mm. But let's have a fair assessment of what Matthew Nix started with, all the pain that he endured, and how he deserves the right to see 2024 and beyond free of distraction. Yep. Free of us go, oh, there's zero and five. Well, there's a big project here. He's done it step by step. Let's get rid of any distractions. They would not want to be zero and five. I'm a little nervous about the opening game, though, against the Gold Coast. That's challenging. Yeah, Mm. Damien Hardwick's first game. Uh, Mario, you're a very funny man. I'm I'm not going to read that out, but he's referencing Barbara Bush. Um, All right. Uh, here's one here, Rooch. Welcome back, boys. Kane had a crack at the WA media telling them they're petrified of West Coast. I know, pretty funny coming from Kane. Anyway, Tim Gossage said he quit his West Coast role so he could remain unbiased in his media role. Will Rooch, <laughs> will Rooch quit Port so he can be unbiased in his media role? That's from Joe. Uh, Rooch, I just read that cold, but uh, we read them all out, or most of them. Whatever. 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 That's it. That's uh, um, who was that from again? That was from uh, Joe. Uh, Roach's response is, whatever. Whatever. Uh, here's one. Todd Marshmallow would be on 800000 a year. He needs to kick 40 goals plus this year. Um, That's a bit harsh, that little phrase, isn't it? Marshmallow. Yeah. Um, Roach, he wouldn't be on 800000 a year. No, and that's why I wish we'd get rid of the guessing game and have it all pretty well known. Now, he all right, fits if you did in, have a guess, what would you say? Would, I would say he, 650. Yeah, he fits in the 650 to 750 range. All right, just waiting to get to uh, Melbourne. 
Uh, hey, Alice Carey, eight catches oh, in an innings, uh, the one day with the uh, Redbacks. Uh, something Wayne Phillips could only dream of. Very funny, Chopsy. Right, let me tell you what's happened there because yep. this is a Marsh Cup game. I think there's three on at the moment and, one, and each one of them affects who gets to the final. Yep. So Queensland made 218. Mm. South Australia, after, uh, 16, well, after 16 of their 50 overs, are two for 80. So on, South Australia needs 139 on. runs off 34 overs. Don't do it. Don't jinx them. Don't jinx no, them. I'm not going to say anything. Um, more texts coming through, given it's Valentine's Day, Roach. This one's from Chopsy as well. Today is a day women all over the world celebrate the fact that they are not dating Roochie. I only read them. Again, I'll say whatever. Uh, another bush joke there. I can't read that one out. Uh, this one, couldn't listen yesterday. You're no Lone Ranger there. Uh, but just a follow-up to my Sandful comment on Monday, mm. which was maybe misunderstood. It's very exciting this year for Santful with lots of under-18 kids, country players and lower league players coming into the comp. That's Matt in Brizzy. Yeah. That'll be a good competition again. And it's going to be a very interesting competition, Mm. I would say, next year, Kim. Mm. Because it will have a very different look next year. There'll be no Port Adelaide. There'll be no Adelaide. Next year. Next year. Next year it'll be done. Mm. We've been saying that for five years, Rich. on its way. Yeah. Yeah, COVID stuffed that up. Um, there's another one, Rucci. Rucci would have to have, Rucci would have to have a lot of work done for me to go on a date with him, Debbie from Daverin Park. Well, I think your holiday, Rucci, you've come back looking a lot younger. Thank you. Are you? Yes. Right, Chasing a, goats. Does ben that. just goes Chasing right. goats does that. I thought I'd better say it. Chasing oh. goats. Come on, play. There they are. And aren't the goats in Italy relieved? Oh, they loved it when you got on the kite to leave. All right, let's go over to Melbourne now. We've spoken to this young lad a few times prior to the draft and after the draft. He went at pick 29 last year and uh, he's gone to the Carlton Football Club. He's been there for a couple of months now from Glenelg, Ashton Moyer. Hello, Ashton. Afternoon, guys. What's going on? Uh, Well, we're just back from holiday, so we're nice and fresh and ready to go. How's Valentine's Day been for you? Fill us in. What's happening in the love life? Oh, you know what? It's been pretty quiet on my end, to be honest. Um, just got back from a community camp ah. uh, earlier today, so it's been very crazy. Oh, so you'd be sending a bottle of red wine to Michael Voss, though, wouldn't you? Oh, of course, of I course. Mean, I mean, after the first episode, with him, will you hang up on him? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Going to make it up to him still. Yeah, well, he likes a nice red. All right. You've had a couple of months there, Ashton. Are you fitting in? How's it all feeling? Yeah. Oh, loving absolutely every minute of it. Um, it's been very tough. Uh, all the boys have been, yeah, unbelievable to me. Um, you know, making the transition really easy uh, in regard to obviously in training and and uh, off field in regard to um, like moving house and uh, you know getting getting well settled in and stuff. And they've been, yeah, unbelievable for, so, for me. So who are you living with? Uh, originally, I was with Lewis Young. I think I mm-hmm. told you guys that before. But um, I've actually moved in with the Irish recruit, uh, my teammate uh, Rob Monaghan. So we've moved in. To our old, into a to a new house actually, so um, living by ourselves, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and how's the cooking going and looking after yourself? It's actually going really well. Um, we've been cooking, we've been taking turns uh, each day, and you know, adding a new new recipe every now and then. Started off with the Hello Fresh, but now we're starting to cook our own meals, which so, is pretty interesting. So but, you get help from the club with that, don't you, with the club nutritionist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are very lucky to have uh, yeah nutritionist. She's been unbelievable. You know, sit, sit down every now and then, 
just so to discuss, any... you know, what we should be having for dinner, lunches, yeah. snacks, and all that kind of stuff. So, Ashton, you go through a fair build-up towards the draft, and yours was an interesting because you were the last call on the first night. But has anything surprised you? What surprised you about going to an AFL club? Uh, I reckon it's just the training standards, just the difference mm. between, um, obviously, under-18s um, all the way, well, I guess, through the AFL. It's just a lot a lot different. Like, everyone is just at 100%, 24-7. Mm. There's, uh, there's no going less than 100%, which is unbelievable. So it's really good to step into such an elite club who are training standards is so high and it's so good to learn from the best. Have you put any bulk on yet? Uh, a little bit. been doing doing what I can, but um, I haven't really taken too much notice of uh, that kind of stuff, just trying to get through the training uh, without any injuries pretty much. So I haven't really taken much well, notice into it. Uh, she must be doing something right over there because they've given you number 43, 43. Anthony Kutafides. Wow. Did you have any say in that and are you feeling any pressure? Uh, I didn't have any say in that, actually. I had no idea. So uh, it was a pretty cool way to find out, actually, just uh, in the meeting room with all the boys and uh, got announced there. I'm not really feeling uh, too much pressure. I'm feeling a little bit, obviously, because it's such a such a big number for the club. Obviously, one of the greats mm-hmm. of the AFL in, in Cuda. But um, I actually was very fortunate enough to catch up with him a few times. And okay. um, he just he told me to just, you know, play a game, don't feel too much pressure and just go out there and just kind of build your own legacy pretty much. So I'm just super, forward, super much looking forward to the uh, the opportunity to, yeah, build on that. Ashton, we go back to about those training standards and the level of professionalism you see from your Carlton teammates. Tell us the impression that Sam Walsh has made upon you because every word was from the moment he was drafted, went to Carlton. He was just beyond belief for the way in which he presented himself at training on the first day. So what's he like now as a more mature player? Oh, he's unbelievable. A lot of the boys, if you ask pretty much everyone on the team, he'd describe him as uh, pretty much a psycho with the way he uh, <laughs> okay. the way he trains. It's um it's unbelievable to watch and it's so good just to be a part of it and it just drives uh, drives me personally to just want to train so much harder and get the best out of myself just mm. uh, by the way he carries himself. Mm. Interesting. Uh, who's your mentor at the club at the moment? Do they actually assign mentors to each young player? Uh, we do. We have mentor groups, but there's not any specific uh, kind of mentor for each personal player. But I'm taking um, little bits and pieces from uh, every every kind of player. So I've been doing a lot of stuff with um, with Charlie, Harry, uh, stuff with Cripper for going through the midfield and... Um, yeah, pretty much everyone just taking bits and pieces from, from everyone's game. And some, unbelievable. So. Uh, Ashton, some less than ideal news yesterday with Jacob Wiedering going down with a calf injury. Apparently won't play the first two games. So um, he's going to be fairly inactive for about six weeks. Yeah, it's devastating about him. Um, he was training really, really well uh, as well. But, um, you know, we've all, we're all uh, showing love and support with him. We're all with him and he's starting to move, get up and about now, which is good. So hopefully he's back uh, as soon as possible. Now, we spoke to you three and a half months ago and Roach has been kicking himself because oh, yeah. he, he's had this big question to ask you that he forgot to ask. I know, it's a bit silly, but it's curious. A one. bit. So, Ashton, <laughs> you, we know that you're great left side, right side. As a matter of fact, you tell us you don't yeah. even know which one's really left or right in the sense of natural. But are you left-handed or right-handed? Um, right-handed, so right, yeah. Are you happy now, Roach? Yeah, I am. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, so there's still a fair bit of stuff left-handed, though, too. Oh, uh, well, no, I can no, shoot, no. shoot left-handed, oh, can well, do there it back. You oh, see. there you go. He's yeah, gifted. He's gifted. <laughs> yeah. hey, pre- back out there. Uh, presuming, oh, Ashton, you came home for Christmas. Has there been any homesickness at all? 
Or was it all just a oh, big no, adventure? No, 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 not at all. You want to send any? You want to send any love to the family? <laughs> oh, I saw them a couple of days ago, so they're they're all right. But um, no, it's been my my dream to come over, uh, interstate and to you know live the full professional life. I'm, and well, I'm actually living it now, so it's yeah, no turning back here. There's no homesickness at all. Just now, love it. Well done. Now it doesn't matter where you get drafted; it's not easy to play just one AFL game. Um, do you, have you set yourself around or the possibility of playing a game this year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've set that goal from from day one at the club. Just to just want to my, obviously my first goal is to hopefully debut an opening round. But um, yep. all uh, my focus is just to um, just to take it day by day, training by training, and just see what happens from there. And if um, if I'm fortunate enough to debut in round an opening round, then um, that's great, but if it doesn't come until you know later on in the year or even next year, then all I know is I'm putting in, putting my best foot forward and mm. training as hard as I can. Well, well, Vossi's great with his communication. So when you're sitting down with a one-on-one, do you express those views to him that you'd like to be playing in round one, or does he say that you're close? Is there any indication? Uh, well, not really much indication, to be honest. Um, main thing we kind of talk about is uh, kind of just uh, just training habits and training standards and um, different positional stuff and more based around understanding the language and the way we play, uh, not giving away too much information about, um, you know, whether I'll play or whether I'll um, take time to develop or stuff like that. It's just more uh, about training and understanding the, the structure and the language. Ashley, what's it like AFL-wise when you first walk in and you've got to work out what this that language is about positioning, what the game plan is, what the tactics are? the language that comes with those tactics, what's that been like for you? Yeah, I've been, uh, it's been pretty tough um, at the start to, I guess, to understand it and to actually start putting it into practice uh, in training and to mm. actually use, use the language. But um, I feel like I've really, uh, I guess, understood it pretty quickly and being able to put it into practice uh, in trainings pretty easily. And um, yeah, pretty, pretty good, pretty good with it at the moment. Obviously it's not, not the finished product and okay. still working on my language and, um, you know, getting used to the structure and stuff. But that's where a lot of the leaders have been really good um, with helping me out with that. So, Talking of language, Ashton, every footy club, they have nicknames for players. I believe they've tried to give you Carlos and it's got nothing to do with Carl Stefanovic. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that. That's fair play. But um, they're trying to, yeah, trying to get me to Carlos. Carlos Moy, I think, was a tennis Great player. Great tennis player, yeah. Yeah, so they're trying to. It hasn't stuck just yet. I don't think everyone actually knows about it, but um, you know what? I'm happy with Ash, to be honest. I'm happy with any nickname. Well, we're going to call you uh, Carlos then. So, Carlos, thanks for chatting with us. <laughs> 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 I love it, Carlos. Carlos Moyer. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. I reckon it'll stick. That's what footy clubs do. Hey, Carlos, we wish you all the very best. Yeah, all very right, good. and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you throughout the season. Let's hope that first come, game comes sooner rather than later. Yeah, hopefully. Staying safe, guys. Appreciate it. Well done, Ashton. And your mum and dad still love you, even though you're over them. Yeah, bloody (laughs) (laughs) oh. Living the dream. A young fellow going to live interstate. Yes. Such an adventure. Like you when you were a young journo, Roach, going over to America. That was some trip. Yeah. That was some trip. Now, are you going to be a Carlton member this year? Um, I mean, you've burnt them so often, you should give them some love. (laughs) Oh, you destroyed them one year. Well, I predicted accurately... 
You were their curse. Oh, I predicted accurately they wouldn't make you the finals were the when they were, what were they, nine death. and one or something? And then it all came down to one kick. Yeah. Yet everyone, bad everyone, kick everyone, too. I know, everyone reminds me about <laughs> Collingwood. Collingwood. I've been pretty good most of the time, Roach. Uh, so yes. if you want to be a Carlton member, what do you do? Uh, well, to become a 2024 Carlton member, you can do it for as little as $8 per month, Roach. All you have to do is visit carltonfc.com.au forward slash membership or call one 227 586 to find the best package for you. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Carlos Moya. Uh, more of your text coming up on 0427154166. This is Kimbo and the ON Romeo. Mm-hmm. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Fifty-six on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Twenty-one point six degrees outside. Now, when we were having a chat to Carlos Moya, Ashton, Ashton um, I asked him if he'd put on any weight, and a really mm. good text has come through. And been meaning to talk about this, Roach, over the last three days yes. because this occurred when we were away. Now, Will sent through a text. He said, "Can't reveal player weight." anymore. How could the players cope with their wages being published as well? They would implode. Now, your views on not publishing what a player weighs. My understanding of that, just my read on it, right? Not saying Mm. anyone's told me. My read is, did they do that because this was the way to avoid, as they have, putting weight on the AFLW players? But they've already done that. So they're saying, oh, well, now we'll make sure we take them off the men They did that. They did that two years ago. I know, but I'm saying because they've done it with the women... And never justified why they did it. Let's do it with the men now as well. I find it ridiculous. It like is ridiculous. I heard at some stage, or I might have seen on the social medias when it was replayed or on a podcast, when Kane spoke about it, he articulated it uh, beautifully. I find it ridiculous, someone that's been calling football all my life, mm. you know, to sit there and uh, to say, because when you're looking at players out on the ground from up the top of the grandstand, and you're trying to compare and one player's being manhandled or out-positioned or out-bodied and... You always go to the Bible and say, well, he's giving him seven kilos. Correct. Um, I mean, I don't know what difference. I've never heard of – I'm sure someone out there is conscious of their weight. But an athlete I – know, I know it's been a thing for Jake Stringer mm. with his weight's been talked mm. about a lot. But um, I find it uh, staggering. So how would they cope then if their wages were released? Well, some would be relieved because then they wouldn't have, like we had earlier on, someone inflating Todd Marshall's income. Yeah, but that's just someone having yeah, but that's, a guess. Yeah, but that brings on then people are going to go, oh, he's an $800,000 player. And if he isn't, that's unfair on him. You're copying a lot of traction, Roach, being Valentine's Day. Oh, good. Ethel, uh, Ethel responded again? Uh, I've just got to pre-read some of these. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet you do. <laughs> the only way Michelangelo might get lucky is if... No, no, I don't think uh, I'll do that one. Here's another one. I saw Kim Dillon in so many... No, I don't think we'll do that one either. Uh, Rucci is ambidextrous, which is handy on Valentine's Day. Well, you could write cards two at a time, Rooch. I think that's where that person was right. heading, were they? Right. <laughs> Here we go, Rooch. Here's a serious one. Hi, fellas. Oh, this is from Blake. Happy Hello, New- Blake. Happy New Year, Blake. Get ready, Rooch. Why doesn't Blake come in like Ange did? <laughs> Ange got nervous. G'day, Ange, the original yeah. Ange from Croydon. Here we go. Hi, fellas. Rooch declared Justin Longmuir is under more pressure in 2024 than Ken. 
Frio, the second youngest side. 2023, they finished above North, West Coast Eagles, Hawks and Suns, all who have more mature lists. Roach, happy to proclaim Ken was coaching better than ever, in inverted commas, at 0-5. and five. Maybe Justin Longmuir did just that in 2023 No, he didn't. Too. No, he didn't. I've, I've watched Fremantle with great interest. This is an enormous opportunity for Fremantle while West Coast is on its knees. Mm. But you and I are most surprised by how Fremantle have gone recently. We had No, it wasn't a surprise, Rich. I had them out of the top eight and they finished I, top four. I think the way they're playing, and it all goes back to Justin Longmuir, is so confused. Yeah, I, I think they got it wrong. Um, Absolutely wrong. With player management. Oh, that's another you know, issue. Losing and and, and, and he had put up his hand at Justin yeah. Longmuir on that one. I, I think he's under enormous pressure because if West Coast is there for the picking at a time when that mm. market is really important to Fremantle, as we know what it is here in Adelaide and yep. Port Adelaide, Justin Longmuir's got to get the Dockers moving in the right direction. They're going in the wrong direction at the moment. Four o'clock news coming up, Roach. It's uh, 11 minutes past four now. Will Snelling on the other side of that, uh, former Goody Saints, West Adelaide. Uh, Port, Adelaide. Port Adelaide, Essendon, now Essendon. going yeah. to Sturt. Uh, I love it when I'm corrected. Uh, mm-hmm. I said about Adelaide taking on Damien Hardwick in his first game. I forgot. We've got round zero. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Damien Hardwick's first game's against Richmond. What a surprise that was. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm yeah, meaning yeah, is yeah. for Adelaide's yeah. first game. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for that text. All right. Time for the news then. Will Snelling. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo and The Rooch with you on a Wednesday afternoon. Not a bad day outside, currently 21.4 degrees. We're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Great vehicles. All right, our next guest started footy with Goody Saints, Rooch. He then went to West Adelaide, was recruited by the Port Adelaide Footy Club, played one game. You blokes got rid of him. Essendon saw something in him. He played 64 games and strangely was delisted last year. And Ashley? even more strangely, Ashley? I thought it was a little mm. harsh, even more strange, he's not going back to West Adelaide. He's going well, to play for Sturt. And this is not unusual at the moment, well, is do, it? Do you want to find out I why? I want to know why, yes. Well, hello, William Will Snelling. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, we've got a bit to get through, Will. Yes. Firstly, it uh, happened when we were on leave, I think. Commiserations. Um, were you surprised to be delisted by the Bombers? Yeah, and thanks for the kind words. Um, it was it was a little bit surprising. Um, I guess towards the back end of the season, when you're, you're getting towards the pointy end and you don't have a contract, it was a little bit. Uh, mm. I guess you're a little bit of concern mm. there. And then I headed off for a bit of a trip overseas, which uh, was nice. And honestly, I think the yeah, I think the, the merry-go-round sort of started, and you know the club said we'll get through trade period, and then as they do these days, and then. Probably waited until the draft as well, again mm. to just kind of know where they where they sat in that sense, and then um, I guess after they weighed all up with their their ins and outs, they probably thought that I might be a bit surplus to need. So mm. um, a little bit surprising, but at the same token, um, you know, not, not having a contract in the last few weeks always makes you a little bit on edge. Yep. Too. Yeah, but f- fifteen games last year. Uh, how does the process work? Do you get a call from Brad Scott? How does it work? Uh, yeah, a, bit, a couple of chats. With um with Brad and Adrian Dodoro, the list manager. So um, mostly through management, though. So like okay. I said, I was, I was overseas, so I wasn't too 
too keen to chat to the coach when I'm overseas. I was trying to just enjoy my break, so, um, mostly through management. So what came up in the exit meeting? What sort of, it's interesting because you walk mm. in there, you haven't got a contract, so you already know, mm, this is interesting. So what was the feedback at the exit meeting straight after the season ends? Um, yeah, it was fairly, you're asking a fair video, it's a few months ago, but um, <laughs> probably more Left so just around, um, they ask how you saw your year and they try and gather yeah. a bit of data in that sense. And I would say that, you know, like I, said, I think most clubs these days try and keep their cards close to their chest mm. and they try and probably hang on to blokes to the, to the trade period now because, yeah. you know, they never know with all the movement that's happening and, you know, mid-season pickups, I think lists are always sort of shifting. So mm. they probably gave me an indication that I'd probably be okay. Mm. Um, mm. And then even said, spoke about, you know, potentially maybe in the rookie or um, maybe even a, a supplementary pickup in the pre-season. But um, I was probably a little bit um, unwilling to probably go through that process. I think being a bit older, going on 26, um, in the sense of football, I should say a bit older. But um, I think being on the, the other end of it, I probably didn't want to put myself through a, a pre-season of uncertainty. And yeah. I think they kind of, you know, I thought maybe having that this followed with someone a bit younger and, you know, you know, when you're 20 and you're, you're keen for anything. But I think at this point I was, I was pretty comfortable where I was at with my footy. And in a sense, I think, you know, when you're on the receiving end of it a lot of the year, you're pretty, um, you know, yeah. you're ready to move on in some yeah. aspects too. Gotcha. Any other interest was there? Any other sniffs? Uh, no, nothing yet. So still waiting by the phone. <laughs> uh, no, no other AFL interest. But uh, no, there was uh, a few clubs from all over, actually. North Hobart and Gippsland yeah. oh, area. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, back to Adelaide it was for me. All right. So what yeah. the big question is, uh, Reach is bemused by this. Why well, not West Adelaide? You're not, you're not the first one to do this. And we're mm. seeing it a lot now whereby players leave Sandfield Club, go to the AFL, but on the return, they find somewhere else to be. And, and you're a premiership player at Westies, so we shouldn't assume you were going to go straight back to West Adelaide. But why did you change? Yeah, I'll, to be honest, looking back, it, um, I was a bit surprised too. I, I probably came back fully um, in the mindset of going back to Westies. Mm. And it was probably only after I met with Sturt and you know, had a look at the facilities, then all the sort of uh, the coaches and, and management. I was really impressed with how they went about it. And, mm. you know, they've been a class act for the last week, probably in all my time in the Sandful from 2015 onwards. They've always been in the top few every year. And um, I guess I got a bit of a glimpse into why that is. And probably what, tossing that up with um, where, where my sort of priorities will be going forward with university study, I probably felt that they were a bit better fit. and. Like you say, it's not, not totally uncommon these days, I reckon. No, I think no. it's probably where you see yourself fitting with your lifestyle and, and whatnot. And, you know, Sturt have definitely been accommodating in that sense too. In regards to your studies, are you saying that Sturt's more educated than West Adelaide? Are you saying your old mob no. a bit no, that, no, you're misreading that. That is a <laughs> terrible like put misread. No, certainly not. I'll make that abundantly clear. Certainly not, but uh, no, they were very. Uh, well, uh, very Adam, Adam Hartlett's ringing now. Sense. Adam Hartlett is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, is it also a fact that, that it's it's virtually was it nine years since you were at Westies? So so much changes in the sample that the West Adelaide you left isn't the West Adelaide you have today. Is that another factor? Yeah, there? and I, I def- yeah definitely, and I think I did have a, a, a short stint there after twenty eighteen. Yeah. I finished with Port before I was mid-season after about six, seven weeks. Mm. And um, like you say, I think a lot of the personnel changed. Probably a lot of mm. the guys I was closer with had moved on um, or, or changed clubs. So 
and you know, growing up in the eastern suburbs and going to Mercedes, I think I actually had a lot more um, social connection with the, the Sturt playing group. Funnily enough, I get you. so yeah. yep. um, that was definitely a major consideration. The, the sort of social aspect, and you know, I think Westies are definitely on the rise, and everything I've heard from other clubs, and they're definitely getting closer. But the, the younger end of the spectrum, whereas I'd say you know, Sturt probably have a lot more guys in my sort of demographic of twenty-five plus. Now, tell us, from the inside at Essendon, when you're at those list management meetings with the infamous Adrian Dodoro. The human hairdo. Is the myth a reality <laughs> inside your meetings as it is when we see him publicly? Uh, can confirm, yeah. Very, uh... <laughs> He's a different egg. Hey, he, we were... he skulks around the corners of the club and you don't, you don't see much of him. <laughs> uh, we were talking about you prior to the show getting underway, Will. Uh, it was all good, but we've had you on the show on numerous occasions over the journey, and I don't want this to sound patronising at all, but 65 games, um, I know you're disappointed you've been delisted, but can you walk away happy with that? It, it's a, an achievement a lot of people would take. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I sort of pinched myself knowing how hard it was to get even one game. I think a three years at Port for one game and then, yeah, to go and have a, you know, what I call a successful career uh, in that sense was really, yeah, really proud of that. And just knowing how hard, I think as well, knowing the luck as well. Well, you know, it's the right timing, it's the right coach, it's the right playing group and, you know, a lot of things go into it and, yeah, like I said, there's probably never a, a time and knowing, speaking to older guys who have finished, it's probably never a good time to finish. I think a lot of guys want to just keep going forever. And um, I guess to finish at a time now where I can move on to something, you know, arguably bigger and better in, in work and, and education, um, it's, a, it's a good way to be, to be honest. All right. You've got plenty of footy left uh, at Sturt, who are going to be up and about this year. But 65 AFL games, give us your best moment in the, in the AFL. Ooh, it's probably hard to go past uh, Anzac Day. Of course. Um and yeah, I kicked a late snag in the in the last quarter, and we went on to win that one. I think mm. one of probably, I think I played in three, but one was under COVID rules, so there was no one there. So oh, probably yeah. the one with a hundred thousand was pretty was and pretty we, special. So, well, yeah. well, just explain that a hundred thousand people. I've been at the stadium, but to be on the ground, a lot of people have been in the crowd, and it's really special. The stands vibrate and bounce around, but what's it like actually being on the oval when there's a hundred thousand people going crazy? Yeah, it's sort of strange. Like, I, I, having been to been to a game myself as a spectator, um, actually the year I got picked up in 2019, uh, feeling in the crowds probably, it almost feels a little bit elevated in some senses because when you're playing, you're just trying to almost shut it out and you're just there to kind of do your job on the field. But, yeah, there's nothing quite like that after the, the national anthem and the siren sounds and the crowd goes, goes nuts. I think that's probably one of the bigger moments that uh, you kind of pinch yourself looking back on it now. Well, Will, it's good to have you back here in South Australia. It certainly Sturt's gain. We'll talk to you again before the season gets underway about some of the new players that have come into the Sturt Footy Club and what it'll be like playing under Marty Matner. We really appreciate your time. We're sorry it didn't uh, work out at Essendon a little bit longer, but 65 games, it's, uh, it's been a wonderful career and I'm sure there's plenty of highs left. Thanks, lads. Thanks for that. Thanks for the chat. No problems at all. He's a good fella. William, like he's got it worked out. William Alexander Snelling. It's a very regal name, isn't it? I think it's more than Sturt's gain there, Kim. I think that's the league's gain. A time when we had that text message the other day about all the exits from Mm. Well, That happens every year. If you get a Will Snelling back in your competition, it makes it better. That was very deep, Roach. Beautifully phrased, too. We're here thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now.
The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, located at 1 King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. Stack can, of I, text. can I throw in a bit of information that we didn't have earlier? We've got the word the AFLW pre-season will begin on June mm-hmm. 3. We know the season will begin in that bye week when we have the men's competition between the home and away and finals. Yours. I just gone and had a look at the collective bargaining agreement because that's all been sealed. I think we get 11... AFLW games next season. Oh, so it's gone from 10 to 11. I okay. think there's a stage map in the CBA. Mm. But I'll, I'll be keen to see if they live to that. One game. Extra. Yeah, well, uh, step another, by step, small steps. Yeah, another text, uh, Roach. Um, AFL are making players more accessible. Can you guys start, ah, yes. start each interview with how much do you weigh? That yeah. would really peeve the AFL. I wanted to go down that path with Jason Horn Francis last night, but we ran out of time. Remember when I asked you if you'd bulked up a bit because we know yeah. he's a big body, but we just ran out of time. So I wanted to get what he was last year and what he is this year and see if he was going to give the information. What what harm does it well, do? Well, it wouldn't do any, and I'm sure he would have given it as well. But and your I, point, I, I inadvertently asked if um, Ashton Moyer had But your point, up. how many times have you either read or heard in commentary? He's giving him 20 centimetres and 15 kilos and the little man's going to do it again. This game is great. Don't say little. That'll happen next. They won't put the height in there. No, seriously. Can open (laughs) words What's next? They won't give us the Guernsey numbers either? Oh, dear. Uh, Jason Horn francis you mentioned him. Mm. We interviewed him last night. It was a really good chat. He's a wonderful young man. Now, because of the power outages in Victoria, Mm. which obviously impacts on us the way we're set up, uh, we're off air. You could still hear it on the podcast yes. if people went to the podcast, which a lot of people do. But we've decided we'll play that interview again just after the 4.30 news. All right. Um, Roach, a uh, few other texts coming through. Um, here's one. Hi, team. Did you see the Jake Stringer interview with Wispy? Any thoughts? I only saw a little bit of it. That's from Mark. I, I do want to see it on. Oh, he just did a one-on-one and he spoke up, I believe, spoke about his uh, battles and mental health and Ooh, his fitness. Okay. Um, but Serious I only stuff. saw a couple of bits out of it yeah. out of the news service. So mm. I will watch all that interview right, yeah. and we'll comment on that. Right, cover um, up a bit as well. All right. Hey, Matt Crouch was on with the Brecky boys this morning, uh, Bix and Walshy. Uh, Bix, you still l- managing him? M- Matty Crouch. Yeah. He's got his two-year deal now, don't he? Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I fought oh for him for two years. Wow. <laughs> um, oh dear. So you can hear the boys between 6 and 8.30, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. And a shout-out to Bix. The honeymoon's over, Bix. Oh, yeah, this is going to get ugly, isn't it? it? it do this not leave really all your rubbish in the studio, all right? Lack of discipline. Yeah. It, and it, respect it, it, also. Exactly. Lack of respect. Love you dearly. He's part of the footy coverage this year. I've We've still got images for years. of this Adelaide Football Club captain who was picking up cups in the change room to help, you know, the ground All staff. for the cameras, Roach. Oh, is that yeah. it? All oh, for the cameras. So now He's we've seen the real Mark Bickley. here. Enough's enough. Exposed. All right. Sorry, Bix. We had to do that publicly. Name and shame. Uh, we do want to talk to you regularly on a Wednesday night, though. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> Hey, Matthew Crouch, all right? He was on with the boys. Greatest breakfast show in the world. Good on you, Bix. We love you. And Walshy. Uh, they asked, uh, where is it? I can't bloody see my own notes here. 
uh, where is it? What are you uh, digging for there? No, no, I just want to know what they asked him. Oh, how they were going to improve off of last season. Right. Yeah, we've spoken a little bit um, mostly about our defence. We feel like that's the area that we can, can really improve in. Um, we felt like our, our attack and offence last year is pretty strong. We've got a really good uh, forward line that can score when we get in there. So I think our, our defence is something that we, we've really worked on and um, hopefully you can see that in the pre-season when we, when we start playing that we've improved in that area and I think that's probably the, the next step that we can go with. Now, Crouchy was also asked about the midfield, which Dwayne Russell does not rate. He was asked how they're going to improve there. In this pre-season, there's been a lot of guys that have, that have trained throughout the midfield and spoke about Joshua Shelley and I think Isaac Rankin's done a bit of centre-bounce work as well. I think you'll probably see a fair bit of them guys in there as well. So another guy's Jake Saligo who had a had a great year as well last year and has developed really nicely. So I think you'll see a few of them guys uh, go through the midfield this year. What are you expecting from Matt Crouch this year? Uh, if we see what we saw in that month-long patch that we saw at the Six end of, weeks. Six weeks, was it? Yep. Then Average 29.4 disposals. Yep. Then we're going to see a very, very useful player for the Adelaide Football yeah, Club. I, I think he'll be good. And, uh, he hits the scoreboard he's there as for, well. You know, the rotations. He's in there for every centre bounce or nearly, along with Laity. I'll be intrigued as to how they work midfielders to cover defence as well. Because we know they have some challenges in defence because of the injuries, the losses, all that. That, that means we, they always talk about the team defence sort of stuff. But midfielders covering back is Well, be if you listen to Chris Fagan, that's another job. And that's the beauty of why of wingmen at the moment. And uh, wingmen, uh, one of the most important positions. You mm. speak to all the okay. assistant coaches yep. now. They say the wings... Uh, one of the most important positions on the ground. Covering, yeah. Because they can yeah. use used in so many different ways. Oh, well, I'll give Chris a ring then. All right, we've got to go to a break. Can uh, I give you a cricket score before we do? Yeah, Because it's very good it. news here. So South Australia is chasing Queensland's 218 in the Marsh Cup. At the 28th over at the moment, South Australia is 2 for 147, Kim. So mm. South Australia needs 72 runs off 21.4 overs. McSweeney, 46. Kelly, 68, not out. All right. So the lads are doing well. That's good. Here's a quick text. Hi, Kimbo and Roach. The only people I hear complaining about not knowing AFL player weights are commentators and pundits. Surely highly experienced AFL commentators don't need to refer to an AFL Bible to articulate to their listeners that one player is bigger than the other. Uh, I disagree. I think the more information, the better. Correct. Yeah, we can sit there and say, yeah, he looks bigger. But when you're saying oh, there's 11 kilos difference between five, uh, no, no name on this text. If you can tell from the top level of the grandstand, well, good on you. Mm, you know, you might get yourself a job. Good All right, point. 424. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. We appreciate your company. We're pleased to be back in 2024. Uh, the text line is up and firing away. Thanks to Mourn Team Hyundai at Cheltenham. 0427 Quick one that's come through. Bongiorno, guys. Oh, that's probably more for you, Rich. Uh, great to hear from Will Snelling. The yes. Unley Oval resurfacing is going well. Pity we won't see that Unley mud heap in action again. Players in the past who had skills in dry and muddy wet conditions are sadly a thing of the past. I love the bog ground, Rich. Or Bagshaw in mud 
made everyone else look silly. Yeah, very true. And Barry Robberon as well. But yes. mind you, they did that in dry conditions as well. Great now, players. Now, as we mentioned, we had some technical problems last uh, yesterday mm. due to the power outages. And we thought we had a really good interview. It was a good chat with Jason Horn Francis. He's a ripping young man. So we thought we'd play it again today. You can catch up with it on our podcast as well. But if not, sit back. And this was Jason Horn Francis down at the Encounter Bay Footy Club yesterday. All right, looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Roach. We've been in the caper for a while. He has had one of the more publicised starts to a sporting career than we mm. have seen. Yep. Uh, he joins us now from Encounter Bay Footy Club down on the Fleurieu, Jason Horn Francis. Hello, Jace. Hey, lads, how are you? Thanks for having me on. No, no thanks for joining us. Pleasure. We love it. Uh, how's it been down there? I believe you got down there this morning. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We've been um, we've been out all day. Um, you know, we've we've visited over twenty schools um, throughout the whole the whole squad, and um, you know it's been a, it's been a great way to get the kids involved, and um, you know we we love being down here interacting with them, so it's been awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful initiative, and it's a great thing that all the AFL clubs do, getting out of the country communities. Hey, how's the uh, body? We said before your career's been much publicised. How's how's the body? How are the calves? How are you tracking this year? Yeah, no, body's all good. Um, calves are calves are going along nicely. Um, you know, everything tracked along really well, and they're they're all good now. So um, that's good. And you know, my my back from last year's all good now. Um, so you know, going along really well and um, running out full sessions on the track. So you know, I can't be happier with the way the way that I've started. Okay, Jason, year one at North Melbourne, so much is either myth or fact, let it go. Yep. Second year at Port Adelaide, really challenging for you. The way in which you were treated by opposition supporters was challenging. What do you expect in year three? Where are you going to be better physically and mentally for your third year of AFL footy? Yeah, um, I think these first two years have set me up, I guess, really nicely. You know, mm-hmm. the things that, that I've been through and stuff, um, I think it's really helped me and, you know, helped me mature as a player and as a person as well. So, you know, I think, you know, year three will be will be um, a well prepared year for me. I feel like um, I feel like hopefully can play some good footy, but definitely you know the the mental side of mm. of footy. Um, you know, I'll really hopefully be in good stead for that. So, you know, like I said, I'm really excited to get into it. And um, yeah, I, I, Dad, Dad's always said to me that it's 80 percent in your head and 20 percent on the field. And I think mm. I've said that a couple of times before. Mm. So um, you know that you find that out pretty quickly. And I found that out within the first two years. So no, it's good to get that. I guess exposure, and now hopefully I'm well prepared. Yeah, well, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was presumptive by Roach, but uh, did it affect you, the, the booing? I bloody loved it. Oh, not for you, for, <laughs> um, for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, guess it, I guess it gave me that little bit of drive on field, I mm. guess, you know. Um, but, you know, besides that, it didn't affect me too much. Like, it was obviously tough, and um, sometimes... Um, I did. I didn't get it sometimes from, yeah. like, especially from other teams. But I also still did understand it a bit. But um, it was definitely a surprise. But you know, I feel like um, yeah, I feel like I dealt with it, dealt with it pretty well. And um, you know, if it comes again, I'll be prepared for it. And you know, I've been speaking to people around the club, like Trav, and just about accepting things. And yeah. you know, that's something that I'll have to just have to accept. And um, you know, hopefully, yeah, well prepared for it this time. So, Jason, when you go looking for that answer, which is about the eighty percent above the shoulders, who do you turn to? Um, yeah, my my dad. So he's he's the main the main um, the main driver of that. He told me from, you know, when footy started to get really serious in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was the bloke I turned to 
turn to all the time and um, he's helped me through heaps and he's the one that put that in my head and you know whenever I need someone to talk to to vent to um, he's always there for me um, or not having not having him around the I guess the club um, Kenny's Kenny's a massive one for me mm. that um, I can go and talk to anytime you know I think a lot of a lot of boys have said that he's a, that he's a father figure um, mm. to a lot of us and he, he's definitely one to me so um, yeah he's, he's a huge one that I can turn to anytime and you know I had I had a chat with Travis, Travis um, this week as well, Boke. So, you know, he's also one that um, is a mate and a teammate that, to me that I can turn to, you know, anytime. So I've got, I'm very thankful and lucky that I've got a great support crew and uh, mates around me that I can turn to. We've got some incredible memories of you and Ken Inkley, particularly the embrace after a game last year. In the rain. Yeah. Now, is there a theme or a thought or something that Ken said to you that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life? Yeah, Ken's, Ken's taught me. He's taught me a lot of lessons at my first year at the club. You know, um, I think in that game it was, it was you might not have to be having the best game, um, but you can you can change it really quick in one quarter. And mm. you know that's kind of what he said to me after the game in that, in that instance. Um, so yeah, I've learned I've learned a lot of things off him. And you know, he's um, he's been there for me when I needed it. So I can't thank him enough for what for what he's done. All right, last one on you because it can be awkward. You've been compared to a lot of players for a player that's so young. Uh, we've heard that you like Buckley, Rashudo, Dangerfield. Who do you think you like? Um, oh well, you know they're the the um, players that you named. They're all unreal players, and um, you know you always have that that bloke that you looked up to when you were when you were young. And you know, obviously, mine was my dad and. Um, Nat Fife was was my guy, yeah. and you know if I can strive to be you know half as good as what what all them players that you named were, um, you know I'll be happy. I just want to be the best player that I can be, and you know hopefully we can we can get some success this year. But yeah, the ultimate goal is to just play some good footy, and hopefully we can um, have some success as a team. So. Yeah, try not to compare myself to anyone who put that much pressure on me. But um, no, no, not a comparison, yeah, just in game style. All right, we'll make so, it so easy. So the net five one's interesting because Kim earlier in the show pointed out you're not going to spend all your time in the middle because Porter got so many yep. options there. But mm. we know how Nat five was so hard to match up when he went forward. Not not a great kick and yep. goal, but he was difficult to match up. Do you see the same unfolding in your game? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I feel like I can. I feel like I've got some weapons up forward that I could definitely use. You know, my speed, um, my marking that I mm. haven't really showed as as yet. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like I've got a lot of weapons, and uh, I guess a yeah, a hard a hard matchup up forward. Um, I guess for opposition teams. So, you know, hopefully I can utilize it, that this year. And uh, I know Kenny's um, really looking forward to me playing me down there. And you know, giving me that split between midfield and forward, so I can't wait. Very excited to see Port Adelaide perform this year. Let's talk about some of the new boys at the club. Give us an update. Jordan Sweet from the Bulldogs. Yeah, he's been good. Um, he's a he's a competitive beast, he is. I think, yeah, all of the players that we picked up are just competitive and love to compete. So, you know, that's that's the main thing at our club that we that we love. We all we all love to compete and you know, Sweetie's been um you know, big for us, well, me, especially as, uh, as a midfielder. I know all the other midfielders, we're, mm. we're lucky enough to get two new Ruckman in. So, um, you know, we couldn't wait to, to meet him and get stuck into things, and he hasn't hasn't let us down. So, um, yeah, I can't be more happier with him. It's going to be interesting how they're positioned and how they're played, but I think Ivan Soldo is going to be huge for the club this year. How's he looking on the track? Yeah, big Ivan. He's, um, oh, he's been awesome. Um, he, hasn't, he hasn't trained. He um, hurt his finger... I think in our on our camp up in Gold Coast, so we we didn't get to see him too much. But 
he's come back for these past I think week and a half and yeah wow he's been, he's been dominating he has on the track so um it's been it's been fun to play with um you know out in the midfield it's it's good when you have a ruckman that's just tapping it down your throat the whole time that that really helps um so yeah he's been yeah like I said he's been he's been awesome and um he's been great to play with and a bit of a character we believe yeah yeah he's a big character um so yeah, he's good he's good value that around the club Second time lucky for Asava Radigalia because it was a long, challenging road to get out of Geelong to Port Adelaide. He got there the second time round. What's he presented once he's got to Alberton? Um, he's just presented this um, big, tall, big, tall man down back that you can't really get through. Um, okay. You know, him, him playing him and Aaliyah on the same team, um, especially when I'm in the opposite team, I'm thinking, how are we going to get through this? Um, I feel like they're just already, they just, they're, the back line's gelled so well with him and he's understood how everyone plays, especially down back. So, um, you know, he's, he's fitting, um, you know, really well. And, yeah, like I said, again, I can't wait to see what he does, especially with, with the back line we've got. And, I, yeah, he's going to slot right in. Mm. We're talking of the back line. Brenner Zerk Thatcher, I'm a huge fan. How's he tracking? Yeah, one again, he's... Um, He's he's a, he's a good one. He's, he's throwing his body everywhere at training at the moment. Um, every pack mark you, you see, he's in there and either marking it or bringing it to the ground or something. So um, he's been yeah great to watch from afar as well. Um, you know, just his aerial ability and you know his decision making as well um, is really good. So yeah, um, it's good, good. It's going to be good to see these boys debut for the first time, and I can't wait to you know be out there playing with them. Well, largely because of you to get you to the club. Uh, the club only had some very late draft picks. <laughs> and we had one of them on the show, and he was <laughs> yeah. an absolute bloody yeah. ripper. Tommy Alphabet, how's he going? Pick 48 from the Geelong Falcons. Yeah, Tommy Alphabet, yeah. Um, he's, um, oh, he's been good. He's a little pocket rocket. He's, um, I think he's, he's one of the fittest at the club already. Um, just his running capability is, is, I mean, something I haven't seen before from a first-year bloke that come into the club. So I know I definitely wasn't like that. So for him to come in, you know, the shape that he's in and him covering the ground, um, you know, all, you know, he's a first-year boy. He's got a lot to learn. So um, I think, you know, he's already got a good foundation set up for him. So I think in, he's, like all the first-year boys, they're all asking, you know, they're all asking questions. They all want to get better. So that's the main thing that you want from, you know, young boys coming in. And um, so all, all of them have been, have been awesome with uh, asking questions and just wanting to get better. So... But yeah, Tommy. Tommy has been um, a great addition to him covering the ground and um, his speed, speed to get out and chase people and put pressure on has been unreal. Jason, one of the buzz themes of AFL footy is about connection, zone by zone. Not always easy for Port, and we saw that at the end of last year when it didn't continue on and the straight sets exit from the finals. But how, how have you worked on that on the summer of reconnecting defence, midfield, and forwards? Yeah, I think I think the um, the main thing in finals and about finals footy is that you need that you need that experience and that exposure to it. And I think a lot of us a lot of us young boys um, and even the older boys we've we've got more exposure to it as well, um, having last year playing in a, two finals games. So you know, I think just just that is gonna is gonna help us um, for this year leading up. And you know, we're we're still trying to evolve our game plan and work on things that will make us better and. Um, defend better, move the ball better. So I think this year alone is just going to help us um, connect, mature up and we're going to be um, yeah, hopefully more prepared than we were last year for, for this final series and hopefully we can do, do one better. Your second year at Port Adelaide and your second captain already, Connor Rosie. Uh, how's that been, that change? 
Yeah, he's been good. Um, he's been awesome. I think he said um, that he's had to have some hard conversations with people, and that's what <laughs> comes with being a captain. I haven't had one of them, luckily, yet. But, um, yeah, no, he's been awesome. Him and Zach um, leading the way. It's just good to have some... It's good to have some young, some young, um, some young developing leaders mm. at the club that are that are just taking it upon themselves and um, you know want, wanting to lead this footy club in the right direction. So, you know, I, I can only speak highly of, of both of them and Connor. Um, he's been awesome for the club at the moment. Uh, now, I'm trying to imagine Zach Butters having a hard conversation with anyone. Yeah, that's that's um, that's a fair call as well. Um, <laughs> I can't see yeah, that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, me either, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Jace, what's on the agenda tonight? What have they got mapped out for you? Yeah, so we're, we're um, in Canada at the moment. We're, just, we're in the middle of our footy clinic now. So we've got um, a ton of kids down here at the moment and um, running heaps of clinics around here. All of our players are split up into into groups. And we're just, um, you know, like I said, getting them, getting them um, involved with the footy and um, getting them out here kicking the footy. So... That's what we've got tonight, and that will go about to six o'clock, I think. So, another hour or so of that, and then um, I think all the, all I suppose will head off and get ready for tomorrow's tomorrow's session. But and then leading into Friday's internal trial match. So I think all the boys are really excited for this week to come. And um, I'm actually moving into my house tomorrow as well. So I just bought a new house and moving into that tomorrow. So I've got a busy week coming up. Who's going to be living with you? Uh, just my partner at the moment. I've, um, all the boys are all, I guess, booked out, and they're all, they're all, they've all got a place and settled down. So I'm gonna have to wait till someone, someone pops up. But just me and my partner at the moment are moving in, so it should be um, exciting times to come. Oh, very much so. We wish you all the best with that. Uh, last couple of really quickies. Uh, the trial game uh, is it going to be try and be even, or will it be first picked against the rest? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm not sure at the moment. I, I think, I think, thinking on last year, I think we might have done. Um, maybe the one side versus two side for the first half, yeah, maybe, yeah. and then switch it up. But I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure at the moment. So and, we'll just have to wait and see. And a really tricky one to finish. What is your nickname, and what do the boys call you? Is it the Hornet or the Horn Dog? What do you prefer? Yeah, I get it. I get a bit thrown away. I get yeah, Hornet. Um, Hornet's the main one. Horny's another one. <laughs> Um, you know, there's a, there's a scene with with Horn on the last name. So yeah, I get I get a bit of that then. Um, Kenny calls me Toey, which is if you if you're in Melbourne, you would you would know that as well. So I get there's a few. Kenny loves making up nicknames for everyone that comes yeah. to the club. So if you ask Kenny, he'll he'll have he'll have plenty going for you. Now, Jason, we remember those finals for South Adelaide at Adelaide Oval, and you looked like more than more than a bull among men in that league. Have you beefed up even more over the summer? If was that possible? Yeah, I've definitely tried to. Um, I think for me. For me, in the in the off season, was just to get myself fit because I knew that I wasn't at my my fittest at that time. And um, yeah, like you said, I feel like I was um, I'm a pretty strong competitor as well. But that yep. didn't didn't stop me from working on that. But yeah, definitely honed down on my fitness and getting that getting that right. And hence why I went with Trav over to America and mm. did a lot of things with him. So I knew he was the top runner at the club, and he still is. And you know, I just try to do everything with him because because he's the he's the best at it at the moment. So, um, but yeah, definitely try to get myself a bit stronger and faster and fitter. So, um, yeah, hopefully it can it can show this year. Hey, Jace, what did you learn over there? Was anything different? Yeah, I just I just learned I just learned a lot of a lot of traveling about the way he prepares and um, how he looks after his body. You know, he's he's thirty five years of age now mm. and he's still humming around the track like he's doing something right. And I just learned. Well, yeah, the way he prepares and even just for a running session in the morning that we did, um, 
you know, how professional he was. You know, I learned all that stuff of him and, you know, hopefully I can just keep maturing up like that and um, learning new things off him and other people like leaders at the club. So, yeah, I learned a lot over there and it was great experience and exposure for me to get that um, go over there at such a young age and get the experience of things and do the training that we did. Um, yeah, I can't thank Trav enough for inviting me over there and taking me over there. It was an awesome trip. He trains very hard, we know that, but he also likes a good time. Surely he had a night out. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, we we spent two and a half weeks over there, so we we did get some we get to get some fun nights over there and watched a few watched an NBA game an NFL game um, had some nice dinners. So yeah, he he made sure he took me out to the best places out there, which I really appreciated. Um, so yeah, I think I might be going back there next year as well. Oh, well, Jace, we really appreciate you making the time to chat to us today. All the best down there at the Encounter Bay Footy Club tonight and over the next couple of days, and all the work you're doing within the community there. Look forward to chatting you throughout the year, and can't wait to see you out there on the field. Mm. Thank you. No, thanks, lads. Thanks for having me on. Jason Horn Francis there. Oh, the throat was a little bit uh, raspy there yesterday, Rooch. Um, we play, did that interview yesterday, but of course we had the power outages, so we weren't on air, Indeed. even though it was on the podcast. It's caused confusion, Rooch. <laughs> Alan from Alberton has just sent through a text. Yeah. He says, morning, Kimbo and the Rooch. <laughs> All will be explained shortly. Uh, welcome back. I'm currently working night shift, so I generally listen to the podcast at about 4am when things quieten down. Mm. I woke early today to a case of deja vu. I was wondering if I dreamt the interview with the Hornet or if I was still asleep. It's hard to know what day it is when on nights without this adding to my confusion. Cheers, Alan from Alberton. Al, I know what it's like when you're doing shifts and getting up at all weird hours. We used to call it brekkie brain. All right, here's another text that's come through. Nice interview. I love Horn Francis. He has special talents. He is the reverse of Rucci. <laughs> oh, very nice. Oh, that was Mario. Marsh Cup. South yes, Australia is chasing Queensland's 218. They're four for 172. 47 runs needed, 97 balls. Still well in their grasp. Beautiful. Don't give them the kiss of death. Hey, we're almost done, Roots. Another couple of minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane Corns is on next with Jared Healy. Guess who they have live on their show? Todd Marshall. Toddy Marshall. So stay with us for that one. That'll be a good chat. Uh, followed by Sports Day SA with uh, David Wildey. Oh, look at this here. It's got yeah. Followed by David Wildey and David Wildey. He, oh, doing there show. are two David Wildies. Wildy squared. Oh, Benny. Two David Wildies. Bump up Benny. Made a, oh, Dan Menzel. Uh, Was that a mistake? Thumbs up. Love it. Love it. A um, few more texts from Brett. Now, Kimbo, mate, we love you. You're an absolute ripper. But if Port are going better than the Crows this season, you're not going to turn on us, are you? No. No. Brett. I haven't done all the homework yet, but uh, I bloody love Port Adelaide at 13 to 1 for the flag. Okay. Remember what you're gambling with. Indeed. Roosh, well, don't you? I think they've got it woefully wrong. I tell you, after round five, they'll be down to five or six dollars. They'll be very competitive. And uh, Adelaide, uh, 15 to 1 for the flag. All right, that's it for another day, unless I can squeeze another text in here. We missed quite a few. Uh, Dwayne Russell is the most biased commentator on the radio. Cheers, Andrew. Uh, hey, hey Valentine, wish you want to send before we go? Ah, oh, no, there's a few out there. They know who they are, Rich. Just casting the net wide at the moment. Really? Hey, Legends, glad to hear you back. I've heard you had Jason on France on last night, but because of Melbourne Storm, digital listeners didn't hear it. Can you replay it? We've done it. There Thanks, AJ. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Kane Corns up next, and Todd Marshall. Thank you, everyone. See you tomorrow. See you, Rich. Good luck.
was another edition of The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. If you missed any of the show, just search Kimbo and the Rooch on the SEN app or wherever you find your podcasts.